we were not always able, and I say we engaged ourselves to work for two fifty of a performance, or three dollars a performance, or five dollars a performance, or ten dollars. But uh, because we engaged ourselves, didn't always say that we were going to be paid. Mm-hmm. There were, as in every business, certain unscrupulous members who were, were not always ready to keep their promise, and uh, there were um, other disadvantages. We had a thing called spec. Speculation performances, speculation auditions. So to say, a gentleman would call you, say, look, I've got an idea for a show. I want to make a recording of it. It's a spec show, which meant that you would come up and give him as much time as you would for a a show that would keep you alive, that would pay you five or seven dollars or ten dollars. If it were sold, he would then put your name on his list of eligible and employable performers. If you refused him, the idea was that you would never work for him should the show sell. Well, since most of us had a good deal of spare time in those days, we were eager to do it. However, the flagrant use of this practice, sometimes to the extent you would very often be called on a Monday morning for a spec show. A studio in those days could be hired for $25 or $35, a recording studio. You would discover that the leading lady invariably was someone, a very well-formed girl, and very handsome and personable, but not likely to be an actress of any stature or, or dimension. It would soon, within the matter of the reading of the first page and her reading of her first two or three lines, be evident to everyone <clears throat> that the producer, for a very modest fee of just hiring the studio on this Monday for maybe 25 or $35, was paying off a personal debt to this lady. <laughs> and wasn't a possibility of that show selling with that day and playing the party. <laughs> you could tell that, you know. 